0: comic book bone zone (laughs) 28 it's comic book bone zone 28 we just figured it out it's champ and heather and we're here we're uh i'll get back into a good a good flow i'll listen to myself again i'll remember what i used to say
1: uh welcome to the bone zone
0: (laughs) welcome to the bone zone are you ready to be boned uh we're here to talk about comic books we actually have the comic books from the week, week of october 25th oh, oh my god you did that that I was a really cal- good i have a calendar on my wall I
1: have, All a, right. I have
0: i have a big i have a big calendar on my wall i have i'm, I'm in college i well, egg <laughs> on my face i got to keep track of everything i thought i'd sent have you a calendar anyway yeah i never used to have a calendar i i literally i have to write my whole entire life on this thing
1: Damn, maybe I should get one I like writing my life
0: yeah oh, it's, it's nice because it's a, it's a whiteboard so you have mm-hmm. you to you know you can get to do it every month
1: I love that for you yeah. that sounds like it's a lot of fun
0: <laughs> yeah uh so anyway thanks thanks for <laughs> listening to us well we're here to talk about comic books uh not how we organize our lives which I promise you beyond that whiteboard is not very much
1: there's no such thing as life organization, I have come to realize. You can't do it. You can try, but it's just not going to work.
0: Especially if you have a baby. Oh
1: my god, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first. Okay, go ahead. So I have this book. This yes. is... <laughs> jesus christ uh marvel zombies black white and blood um i was a fan of marvel zombies when it came out i just thought it was a lot of fun and i really enjoyed the black white and blood series that they have done so i was like you know what might as well why not Um, did you end up reading this
0: uh no i you know i did also love marvel zombies when it came out but it is something i think i've and this is not no slight to you i think i've grown out of it sure okay i Um, I, I just want to make it clear when i say that because it sounds very rude no to be
1: fair um i grew out of it too you know like i get the
0: the appeal like i definitely understand
1: right well the only reason i did end up getting this is because it was the black white Mm -hmm. and blood i was like oh i might as well just like check it out and it was because of the fact that i used to like marvel zombies um but yeah i i am out of it too like i it's whatever i pick up a marvel zombies every time there's one out
0: there. don't don't justify yourself it's fine you love you love these zombie bits i do the the deceased stuff like Like, fine.
1: i love dead things okay anyway um there are three stories in here each with a different writer each with a different artist um The first one is by Garth Ennis, and uh, the artist is Rachel. It's spelled a little different than how I'm used to seeing Rachel spelled, so it's either Rachel or Rochelle. Either way, uh, Stott. Um, And it's about Daredevil, basically. Uh, Daredevil is a zombie, and he has been put into a zombie fight club. And they're making him fight other zombies and kill and stuff. And then Frank Castle shows up and is like, hey, bro, I know you're not doing so well. I can finish it for you if you want. You just got to let me know what you want to do. And then Daredevil is essentially just like, strap a bomb to me and let me kill everyone here. (laughs) It's really funny, too, uh, because they're like... Uh, Did they overfeed him? (laughs) And he shows up, like, stitched up and stuff, looking like the Michelin Man. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, Second story was by Alex Segura with uh, Javi Fernandez, and it's a Spider-Man story. Basically, Spider-Man is just at the Daily Bugle trying to keep everyone safe while the zombies are coming in. And then Aunt May shows up as a zombie, and it just, like, totally fucks up his entire world. And so... He is not able to get a hold of the Avengers because of things that are happening and he just fails pretty much at everything <laughs> and then exciting. the third story yeah. is by Ashley Allen with uh, Justin Mason and it is a Moon Knight story uh, where Moonlight, Moonlight Moonlight Moon Knight is fighting Iron Man and is uh, slowly turning into a zombie while still trying to like protect people Um, And I did really enjoy these, actually. They were a lot of fun. I think I prefer Marvel Zombies when it's told in short stories like that. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
1: But the art in the last one, the Moon Knight story, was probably my favorite. It just looks very, very good.
0: Yeah.
1: I just really enjoyed it. Um, But yeah, that's it. It's just a little anthology
0: of Marvel Zombies. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to make you overthink Marvel Zombies there. Sure.
1: It only like hurt my feelings. (laughs) <laughs> All
0: right. I promise I will not state my opinions or feelings on our podcast anymore.
1: Not about zombies, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on. I have, uh, this is Dark Space's Dungeon. This is by Scott Snyder and Hayden Sherman. They oh, did
1: yeah.
0: the, sorry, I thought there was something sticky on here. They <laughs> did the very first story arc of this as well the firefighters wild, wildfire mm-hmm. one yeah which was about the lady prisoner lady incarcerated people mm-hmm. uh, book who were firefighters this book is about uh a dungeon hole uh, basically a uh, what? a dungeon hole so Um, it starts out your phone like you get some people some rich people talking he goes on a run trips over something he opens it up and finds something and you switch to the point of view of this detective and you find out that this detective has been kidnapped by this i guess serial killer who has these holes that have dungeons in them like all across the country and the only person who's ever survived them is this detective
1: mm, okay <laughs> so it's a bit like that movie The Collector <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> um, it's like it's not bad I, like the premise is like yeah not incredibly original I guess mm-hmm. um art of course, looks, like, real Super good. good.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the dungeons are pretty fucked up because, basically, they he puts them, or the person puts them in this room and the room is filled with these, like, I guess what looks like blocks and they all push in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a really small room, so it's just, like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah the, the last page is, like, since I'm already spoiling stuff, the big spoiler i guess Mm -hmm. i'm gonna gonna show the last page or the the page where i guess for all the bruce
1: yeah i don't like that Mm -mm. (laughs) i have pretty bad claustrophobia and i never even realized it until i was going through a tunnel in denver one time Mm. um but it makes sense because one of my biggest fears when i was little was like those booby traps where <laughs> you're like at the bottom and the ceiling like slowly comes down yeah. That for some reason that's like one of my biggest horror movie fears like anytime that happens in a movie I like have to look away so that's creepy I don't like it
0: <laughs> yeah no well and that like that particular panel too is like really unsettling and like when he's talking about it is also like you're just, it's really uncomfortable because you mm-hmm. you know like the type because it's like supposed to be like a tight dark space like Mm -hmm. basically just like nothingness and then yeah these bricks just like push in and i don't like it next (laughs) yeah so (laughs) good good fucked up horror shit right there
1: and was that number one
0: yeah that was the first one it was definitely like i think it's worth picking up i i have like enjoyed most of these dark spaces books like i know that first one i was like pretty hesitant on
1: Mm -hmm. I I think it was just the content of it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. the content did bother me. Um, And it's also because I get a lot in my head with like what I am doing personally in my life. So sometimes it's hard to like separate the two. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The Good Deeds one is the one I'm reading right now. And that one I really, really, really enjoy. Um, Art is so good. The story is like weird. And then the Hollywood special i only read the first issue but i still like enjoyed it i just had i just have too much going on right now
1: yeah you've got a lot going on business wise
0: yeah there's just a lot going on in my life and (laughs) adding another comic book to the pile just wasn't wasn't gonna make it it it's gonna happen wasn't in the cards
1: that's fair it wasn't in the books
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i really like myself (laughs) okay Mm
0: -hmm, are you ready mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: okay so we both have dracula this is by james Tynan and martin simmons if you know those names you know they did department of truth together um this book is literally just a retelling of bram stoker's dracula Um, and i was really excited about this because one of the movies that i watched in october was bram stoker's dracula nice i was telling you that uh when i went into labor i was having a dream that where i almost made out with gary oldman and so yeah the movie was on and i was like oh i'm gonna watch this and it brought back every single good part of that dream that i never got to finish because i went into (laughs) labor (laughs) Uh... anyway this book is fantastic like it looks so good and because it's like almost a like word for word how the book is like mm-hmm.
0: there really wasn't anything they they could have done wrong i guess yeah. it's a really like it's a really good ab- adaptation like the art just like the art really tells the story because there are page like there aren't a lot of words no like, not really there are and there aren't but like they're just like a few pages where it's like the artist just telling the story and everything that's going on like this like, fucking panel like yeah, I was going to say this this whole and, like, spread. Yeah, that page. Yeah. And like, ugh. Renfield, yeah, the way like, that
1: Renfield looks in this is so cool and creepy. It's
0: a really, like, I don't, I guess I don't expect any different from like either of these like creators. It's, it is it's just like so well done. And, you know, and then you also get like this page where like the, you have like the print in the back.
1: Yeah, I love when Martin Simmons does that kind of stuff. Um, the page after that, as well,
0: oh, where. Bugs,
1: yeah. It's, yeah, I just, I really love how this looks. Um, and then the author's note by James Tynan in the back was, uh, I really enjoyed that. And then the sketchbook of like his character drawings and stuff, like, so cool. Um, but the author's note was really funny to me because he said my first Dracula movie was. <laughs> mel brooks and leslie nielsen's dracula dead and loving it which i completely forgot about that movie until i read it and i was like i loved that movie when i was little
0: (laughs) yeah uh what was your your first dracula movie uh
1: bram stoker's dracula Mm -hmm. yeah i loved the book when i was little like i was obsessed with the book obviously like come on (laughs) (laughs) um But yeah that was my first like Dracula movie and then uh, Dracula dead and loving it like I loved that movie when I was little too so and then the whole Dracula storyline that's in like Penny Dreadful was done really well like I love Dracula and I (laughs) (laughs) love reading different versions of it.
0: I think it like I think that's something I really liked about the author's note too is that like him talking about how you like dracula is such like a cultural phenomenon and how like Mm -hmm. because it's like yeah i don't i don't know when i first like heard of dracula i dressed up as dracula when i was like seven years old for halloween like straight up like there's photos of me straight up dracula (laughs) i'm just like
1: what it's one of those things that like yeah because i cannot remember like the first time i heard about dracula or knew like what dracula was like and i was thinking about this the other day you know that song uh, because brayden and i had a whole conversation about it the song the uh, jingle bells batman smells robin laid an egg Mm -hmm. who came up with that and why was it so popular we've googled it and everything and it just says like this is a song that was popular in like the 60s and it was like why was it popular in the 60s who came up with that why does every single kid know that song
0: is it it's not connected with the like batman tv series it didn't say anything about that Hmm. if you know somebody yeah uh, just like... just just tell us just send us a an email text message
1: it's like weird stuff like that where it's like you teledram. can't point like the origins of it mm-hmm. for yourself They're, they've they just always sort of been there like dracula's yeah. always just been a thing which i think is really cool
0: yeah exactly uh one last thing before we move on i just mm-hmm. want to point out <laughs> i just gotta because i missed it there's it's some the like back? the back is really cool there's shit back there look at it it's like real subtle but it's it's cool as hell
1: yeah it looks great yeah. we love dracula yeah in this house <laughs> all right are you ready
0: yeah i'm ready okay oh yeah sorry we're <laughs> Next
1: we have the lonesome hunts <laughs> the lonesome hunter's the wolf child this is issue number four this is the last one of this uh story arc it is going to be continuing obviously um this is just uh lupe and harold
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that his name that's his name
1: yeah they um you know, deal with the the wolf mom and the wolf child that are in the woods, uh, fighting against the group of hunters that were trying to find it, and also trying to to keep away from the the group of religious zealots that are trying to hunt them down to steal the sword.
0: It's wild how much happens in four issues, but I do wish I had one more issue. Mm-hmm. I wish I had like the ability and like he does, and that's not to say that like again this is so well done in, like, four issues. Mm-hmm. But I just want, like, one more issue of a little bit, like, like, I don't know, you know? It's it just it does like they're very fast. Yeah. And just, like, yeah, it's just, like, all happening beat for beat, and you're just like, oh, but no. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because there's also, which I'm sure it'll be, like, talked about in the next story arc, but, like, all of the trauma that Lupe suffers from like mm-hmm. incidents of this whole like story arc and stuff like I want to see how the grief works with her you know oh yeah it's like a big big deal for her like what just happened and oh yeah no, no that that's like for the next one
0: it, it is really intense like this whole issue was like wild mm-hmm. that I was not expecting <laughs> expecting no. that at all like the turn in this is like insane um because you know she's just like following her heart she's trying to just do what's right Mm -hmm. and sometimes doing what's right has really fucked up consequences
1: yeah the reading this issue uh like the feelings that i got while reading it reminded me of that last issue of wind Mm. where like by the end of it i was like oh this is not this is not good like none of this should have happened (laughs) I miss wind. <laughs> I want it to come back. Um, okay. But yeah, that was uh, The Wolf Child. And hopefully we'll have that next series sooner than later.
0: Yeah, it, he seemingly...
1: They go pretty fast. This, yeah,
0: this one came out in like, what, six months?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After that first one?
1: Pretty close, yeah. All right. I'm not even going to talk too much about this. Um <laughs> I have... Slow burn, this is issue number one. Um, I don't I no even... heist. No, I mean like they, they have like briefly like mentioned one but it's like, this book is, the flow of it is just so weird. Like it it's missing like a plot that is like crucial it feels like. Um, I don't have any relation to these characters. Like I do not care about them. Um, and it's just very confusing because it jumps back and forth a lot and it mm-hmm. like doesn't give you time to adjust so basically uh there was like some sort of heist gone wrong um these two characters are driving somewhere safe whatever to like get away they're uh the driver the woman is like on all sorts of drugs and the other guy is uh, injured because he's been shot so it's <laughs> it's very strange um and i only special
0: ordered this first one so i'm not going to get in the end you find out she like stole a violin yeah a very expensive violin or like kind of, i can't remember um it but it's like a it's a devil went down to georgia situation i think
1: yeah oh a stradivarius that's right <laughs> so it's stupid. like
0: it's like it's a violin. It's slow burn. I don't know. I'm just making my some assumptions based off that first issue. Yeah,
1: it's all like it's it's a bit all over the place.
0: Oh yeah, when I read it, it the story, and I was reading it while I was working, so mm-hmm. sometimes you know that messes with stuff. But it just felt really like jilted.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's very very strange. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna. Read anymore? I just I ordered a or special order this first one because it sounded interesting because it did say that there was going to be like a heist, um. But the heist went wrong. She got confused, shot her best friend slash lover. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Again, not very clear. I don't know.
0: <laughs> You're supposed to stay in the car.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a mess.
0: Okay, that's all I have to say. <laughs> uh i have a book to also very briefly talk about i have this harley quinn number 33 i picked it up because um oh gosh uh yeah gretchen filker martin okay does a story in here uh with hayden sherman
1: oh okay that
0: makes sense then i get that so yeah i decided to like order this issue when i could i could just read read it off the wall grab the but it's fine. Uh I tried to read the issue itself. Mm-hmm. Cuz it, you know, Sweeney Boo's art's really cute if nothing else. Mhm. I no. <laughs> I just I could not enjoy this.
1: Like the story wasn't interesting to you or it just didn't make sense because you're 33 issues in. <laughs>
0: it's Harley Quinn I could be like a a thousand issues and Mm -hmm. I would still understand it that's fair and like I understood what was happening and it was like it was easy enough to pick up on it just felt it just wasn't it wasn't a champ book it just Mm -hmm. it just didn't have champ vibes it it was something where no no Mm -hmm. That's I got nothing. Cool. For, I I I did like the Gretchen Falker, Falker Martin story, mm-hmm. but that was that was about it. Because it was also just like Harley Quinn thinking about stuff, and then also like weird like gingy two vibes in there.
1: That looks sick. Yeah. So. I don't like teeth stuff, so that's really gross to me.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I should have warned you.
1: <laughs> Put a trigger warning on it next time, please. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, I again Harley Quinn is just not not my character.
1: Okay. That makes sense. I feel yeah. like Harley Quinn is only one specific person's character and that's fine. We love him.
0: <laughs> yeah. We love we love all of the the hims, they she's love harley quinn
1: look if you can relate to her that's totally cool i i have liked a few harley quinn stories so <laughs> count me in that too i
0: guess <laughs> all right yeah next. yeah no yeah let's go let's go on yeah
1: <laughs> this we is don't what's... need to talk about harley quinn anymore
0: <laughs> we'll just devolve uh okay so this is what's the furthest place from here this is issue number 15 um there have definitely been a few a couple issues since we last talked about this book
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i don't i don't i don't know lots of stuff as well i really really like this story i think it's really interesting um i really like the development of the characters and the development of the story it's a weird book though
1: yeah, it's very strange. This one was really weird, too, because I guess I didn't, like, put put two and two together, but is Proofrock
0: the one who got Sid pregnant? I have I, I, felt like that since the beginning, but it's also not very clear.
1: Yeah, see, and I thought it, like, made a little bit more sense knowing what we know from, like, the beginning mm-hmm. and seeing this and, like, their interaction and stuff. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, okay, so he is the one who got her pregnant. I don't know. There's some weird stuff that happens in here. But basically, Proofrock is intent on getting to the city. And Sid is like, bro, it's not there. Don't do it. (laughs) I'm a mom now. I know things.
0: (laughs) I mean, she's also been there. She knows. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's like, where do they go from here? what's the furthest place from here oh shit (laughs) like it's it's so weird and then it's just like I don't know all of these have also been bummers like the last few issues have been like lots of stuff has happened
1: yeah the, the the happiest thing for me that has happened in the last few issues did happen in in this specific one like I don't know. I just I like that they still have a dog with them. I like that Oberon's finally back in like the picture obviously mm-hmm. they were before previously but like seeing them as a part of their group again like Sid finally meeting up with them again that's something that yeah. we've been waiting for since the first issue. So that was really cool. And yeah. I like just that kid's name. Why can I never remember? Oh, the pig the kid. Pig.
0: Yeah. I like that kid a lot <laughs> yeah i just it's it's interesting like how i didn't really thought think that i cared about these characters because there's a lot there's a lot of characters in this book yeah and it's Marrow. pretty easy it's pretty easy to forget them yeah but then when you're like with them again you're like oh yeah i really liked this guy Wait.
1: Didn't Sorry, I'm just remembering something that happened in like a previous issue. weren't Proofrock and that other character weren't they in that like cage in the zoo? Was it them? And Prufrock? no, that was a,
0: that was a different character. Okay. I'll have that to go was, back. that Who's was the I thought it was them. It was uh striped overalls i can't remember who that was because <laughs> that like that that particular issue I if we're thinking about the same issue i might be thinking about a different one where like sh- uh, never mind we'll we'll talk about this later
1: yeah I, cause I can't i'll have to go back because i like can't remember but for some reason i thought like proofrock was the one that was like with her in the cage in the zoo and they were getting like starved and like beaten and stuff and when she tried to escape he stayed back no
0: no no okay. that was overalls that was striped overalls okay that was bald guy okay. i think he he's bald too but he has like he's tall big striped overalls that's how you okay. tell the difference
1: that makes way more sense I, I was just like does that have something to do with the mouth on his stomach <laughs> like...
0: no i think that's like part of like whatever the diseases like that they get when they get older or like whatever really? is like fucked up with the strangers like there, mm-hmm. there's something else that's obviously like going on here mm-hmm. and that is also another part of it. I, we've been talking about this book way longer than I thought we would uh, <laughs> I think that's that also to realizations <laughs> yeah well I think that's another part of the turn in it and like you know you have you already have like so much like post-apocalyptic random shit going on mm-hmm. and then you get to this and you're like oh yeah there is another aspect of this where like they're literally like s- like the strangers come and collect them when they get like a certain age right if i'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly yeah so it's like what is that reason and now we're kind of like like we've been given these hints like you've seen poof rock like like sweating and like weird and like distant yeah so it's just okay
1: all right well i'm excited again to see what's happening
0: yeah it's a good story mm-hmm except it's just like unfolding so 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 slowly i guess and, and in such a different way hmm okay i'm sorry go ahead oh it's me yeah it's your turn i
1: can't remember when captar and stuff was
0: Oh wait, it is me. It is, yeah. My bad. I, I forgot. I forgot that you. Okay, Heather has these, but doesn't have these, so it's messing with me. Uh, got K- CapTara. This is issue number three. This is Universal Truths. Um, this definitely started while we were. Yeah, I was going to say we have not got
1: this series at all yet.
0: Um, CapTara was a series that Kate started coming out like. It had to have been, like, at least eight years ago, nine years mm-hmm. ago. That was when Chris and I first started collecting comics, because this was one of the first, like, ones I remember collecting in single issues, and then when it ended at, like, four issues, I was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I have the trade for it.
0: Um, And this is literally just, like, picks up right where it had left off, I guess. I don't remember. I just picked it up and started reading it. I was fine. Um, Yeah. Just weird planet strange chip zedarsky shit <laughs> there's no no other way to describe it mm-hmm. um and then this is detective comics this is issue number 1075 this issue is um by ram v and uh franca Villa does the art in it francesco franca Villa. and so looks cool it's just a little um right now we're in like an interlude sort of thing or going into an interlude for the gotham nocturne where there's just going to be like a a little break in the story itself mm-hmm. that's about it and then dan waters does the backup with uh goodness gracious aaron campbell i think it's it is yeah aaron campbell looks great yeah but good little good little batman stories Mm-hmm. we, we love, love Bat- that we love batman stories we love them okay that's all i got heather got both of those but hasn't read them yet
1: yeah i haven't had a chance to leave me alone <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> um Next, I have Seven Years in Darkness. Uh, this is issue number four, year one. This is the, I believe, the last issue of this, like, first year. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, what, how I've talked about it every single time. It's just a group of students that are introduced into this school that's in a cave where they spend seven years in darkness learning dark magic and stuff, and only one of them gets out. Um, and yeah, this just continues the, the first year, I guess, ends the first year.
0: Ends the first year? Yeah. With everything they learned.
1: Oh, hi, cat. She was
0: knocking on the door. Okay. It's fine. We're going to get that carpet out of here. Um, okay, so it's my turn. Yeah. i have, like, kind of fuzzy, you tell. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Um. So I have Newburn. If this focuses, Newburn. This is issue number twelve. Um. Lots of lots and lots of stuff is happening. <laughs> Newburn is mad.
1: I, he looks like, it. <laughs> look
0: like. that. My God. That's a good face. Yeah, it's there's been lots of twists and turns this particular like few issues like this reporter is trying to like dig up dirt on new Bern. Uh, the detective he was working with in the precinct she quit everybody basically everybody's working against him at all like this point all the mob bosses are like hate him like the stuff with his like sidekick has gone incredibly sideways Oh, no. So he's not getting any work now, huh? He's getting work, but he has no friends. And, like, with the job that he has, it's, like, you know, not particularly good.
1: Yeah, because, um, damn it, I was going to start singing that song. <laughs> I've got friends in low places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I think if you, like, good detective stories especially like not good bad baddie baddie detectives
1: yeah those are my favorite kind (laughs) uh, very much like gray morals
0: yeah I I don't even know if his morals are like considered gray like no morals yeah like kind of morals yeah (laughs) okay Everything Okay.
1: Yeah, I was just seeing if I could turn captions on because it says show captions and now I'm curious. No, I'm going to cancel. I don't want to do captions. I just thought it was funny. Okay. um, So now we both have uh, the Witcher. This is wild animals issue number two, and there's four of them, which is how they all go. Mm-hmm. Um, our man G is hanging out with uh, this group of people that are trying to I don't know. Recruit him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, they're trying to recruit him to basically kill a man they think has been doing wrong, and then the man who they try to get him to kill is trying it tries to recruit our man to kill that the other group.
1: Yeah, so he's being torn just right down the middle.
0: Yeah, nobody nobody knows what's up. I don't know why this is not focusing.
1: Fix yourself.
0: <laughs> Please focus on my face.
1: It will eventually, probably within like the last five
0: minutes. But but yeah, it'll be fine. Just yeah. like completely out of focus. <laughs>
1: um, so anyway, yeah, that's a that's a Witcher story, and we love the Witcher stories.
0: Yeah, so good.
1: Okay, so I have
0: mm-hmm. The Uncanny
1: mm-hmm. Spider-Man. This is issue number two. This is a uh nightcrawler story. Um he's you know just hiding out as a different version of spider-man in new york and his little Banff buddies are you know talking to him and they're really funny i really like how cute and like tiny and naked they are
0: me <laughs> see one
1: let me find one there's a really good one that's like
0: Okay,
1: okay, it's very funny.
0: Um, but anyway, so it was, like made it of his farts, or
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no. It's he's like hallucinating them.
0: Okay,
1: okay. Um, but Mystique is there, and she's like very confused about something. Like she thinks she's in like a different time. So he's trying to like talk to her, like, "Mom, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like all that kind of stuff." Um, and then he gets attacked by. Uh, I don't know who this person is he is attacked by someone <laughs> yes. um, and while he's like getting attacked there's like a a rogue group of hitmen I guess who are trying to capture him um the the woman in the group is obviously just like blown away by how handsome he is it's a whole weird thing like I love Nightcrawler of course he's one of my favorites um but I don't understand why every single like series they need to make him have like some sort of love interest who is just like obsessed with him and how that yeah. happens and stuff like I get it but like also it doesn't need to happen especially when this story has like nothing to do with that yeah so anyway. that is very strange to me she keeps talking about like how soft his tail is like <laughs> gross Um, But anyway, that's Uncanny Spider-Man. That's issue number two. So we'll see what happens in the next one.
0: Sorry, the cat is... uh, The cats are obsessed with this, like, bubble wrap. They tend to love that. And Auntie right now is just, like, going crazy over here. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so anyway, I have Something is Killing the Children next. Oh, there it is.
1: <laughs> That's all you needed.
0: <laughs> I needed to talk about something. Is killing the children. Uh, this is issue number thirty-four. So we've been waiting for this like showdown between Erica and this. I don't remember her name. Um, this badass wild bitch. I mean, she is like just evil. And she's insane. I love her. <laughs> um, you know, just like. Uh, so yeah we've been waiting for this showdown and it finally like it's, it's all starts here it's uh i don't know it's pretty intense i've i need it to happen now though mm-hmm. like i am just like i've been on the edge of my seat for too long i'm fucking anxious and i'm ready like they've just been like and it all makes sense there's like no reason why like you know the tension like he's been building this tension for a reason Mm -hmm. but it is like so incredibly frustrating because i'm just like yeah you know it's one of those things where you can like the the the, before the storm that like little tingle in the air like you Mm -hmm. know that wind that kind of just like brushes through and you're just like waiting for the storm to start but it just like won't yet yeah
1: that's a good way of putting it too <laughs> you've been talking about it for a while where you just like something is coming
0: <laughs> yeah it's just like i need it to happen yeah so it's like it's like that outcast anticipation you know we're not reading out
1: I actually know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> but
0: at least like it's like it's been satisfying the whole time yeah where it's like building up to this thing where i know that like it will be interesting and worthwhile to read in the end mm-hmm. okay Good. Anyway. i'm glad
1: it's finally here
0: and well i hope you yeah that's fair
1: okay, okay. Next, we both have the Immortal Thor. This is issue number three. um Thor wakes up from his all sleep uh, in a different dimension, planet, whatever, and Loki is giving him riddles that he has to solve. <laughs> but there's a reason why they're the riddles, and Loki can't just like
0: tell him. Yeah, it's so like funnily like frustrating to. Yeah. Even from like a reader's perspective, I'm like, you son of a bitch. everything okay
1: yeah no there was something that loki says in here that i thought was really i i just like the way that they say it uh, yeah. understand this thor if i come to you as your enemy it is as the enemy you need and i will not coddle you yeah i just i like that because it sums up loki's character like completely i really like this book I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, like three issues in and you know it's possible that like the next story arc I could feel differently but so far I really enjoy this it's the Thor that I've been wanting
0: since Jason Aaron stopped doing it yeah it feels like different I guess as well as like the arts re- the art is like so good mm-hmm. the art looks great um I'm really intrigued like that first issue I, I will not lie I was not sold by mm-hmm it was just, it was a lot for one issue. Well, it wasn't just like that, but it also just kind of felt like eh, it didn't feel like the last couple issues did. Like yeah. The first issue kind of just felt like that issue that it's like, oh, I'm trying to grab just like this really wide audience. Mm-hmm. And this one where it feels like it's grabbing less people, like it it's grabbing the people it should grab. Mm-hmm. Like the people who really like Thor, but I know that it you know won't hit other people's wheelhouses but i just like i think that there was something about that first issue the art like it it looked good Mm -hmm. like i just it just didn't hit for me
1: um i can especially because i liked the first issue when i read it but i understand what you're saying because like especially reading these last two issues i don't feel the same way about the first issue that i did when i read it initially Mm but yeah, these last two issues feel like a legitimate Thor story and I'm very pleased. I like it (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Okay. So next I have, uh, this book tales of the Titans starring beast boy. This is the uh, issue number four. It's the last one of this little series. Um, each one is just a story about a particular Titan, um, at a random point in the DC storyline. Uh this Beast Boy story takes place after I can't remember what the event was called, but it was like after all of the uh Justice League were like killed and
0: he gets shot by uh um, oh, okay, the one that just happened. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called though. Infinite. It's an infinite it's a dark infinite crisis you yeah, keep talking so, yeah you keep talking like i'll look it up it happened just like what a year ago yeah yeah but it's yeah it takes place after
1: that event um which if you read it you know that in the event uh deathstroke shot beast boy in the head um to like kill him obviously but he was testing a theory that he had about like the uh, i guess the genetic makeup of garfield logan so this issue um he's kind of dealing with the aftermath of that and the the trauma of like being shot in the fucking face and how it like affected him afterwards um it's it, i thought it was like a really really good issue i've been enjoying them all but this one in particular was like really good because it
0: delves into like his dark crisis theme. on infinite earths yes sorry i i had it no. I, out- I had it all, but I had it in the wrong order. Yeah. Um, Infinite Dark crisis. <laughs>
1: it was something like that. But, yeah, so Beast Boy's issue is that he, like, he can't shift into, like, bigger animals anymore. Like, he just, there's some sort of block in his mind. He just can't do it. Um, He is not as, like, happy as he used to be, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's, like, it was a very traumatic experience for him yeah so
0: i could touch on that a little bit in titans too
1: yeah but yeah it's just yeah him fucking dealing with all of that and while he's dealing with all of that he is like hallucinating deathstroke the entire time when deathstroke is like kind of taunting him about it and he's dealing with that and then he's dealing with like his he he hallucinates his dad and then the guy who like adopted him and like all this kind of stuff so it's like him working through the barriers in his mind to get back to who he was and it's i, I really enjoyed it i thought it was like it was really really good like i don't want to say it was fun because it was like a pretty hard issue but yeah i enjoyed <laughs> watching him struggle i guess <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i mean that's like you can still enjoy books that are about hard things like yeah there is no real good wording for it but it's just like you know stories need to be told and like that it is was... a per- and i think that's a particular story where you know like a lot of people will easily just kind of like pick that up mm-hmm. and then unfortunately it's just like dealing with a bad time but i'm glad it was
1: addressed like the way that it is in this issue because there's yeah a whole bunch of other stuff that goes on in there as well but that's like the main crux of it so yeah i the series as a whole i did really enjoy too Uh, i talked about all of the other issues i think except for the donna troy
0: one yeah I also did enjoy i don't maybe i didn't talk about the raven one either i think maybe the raven one you didn't talk about i think we might have talked talked about the donna troy one so i feel okay. like i i read the donna troy one didn't i maybe oh it doesn't matter
1: either way i did really enjoy <laughs> this um so yeah it was fun tales of the titans uh who who did that one i'm sorry if you said it. um i don't know hold on uh andrew constant was the writer and brant and stein or the artists? Okay, yeah. I don't
0: I know. Feel like, I feel like I'm familiar with the artist. May I see the art? Yeah. Uh, that's really cute. Can you see? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I guess I'm just like the way I'm looking is...
1: It was like, it was, it was good, but I mean...
0: Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, your turn. Okay. <laughs> my turn i guess uh i have once upon a time at the end of the world this is issue number 10 uh there are five more issues after this um i just realized that there's like there's faces in the oh yeah little cliff edges on here um this book is really good (laughs) like I, i don't know what else to say like this book is well i do have a lot of a lot of things to say i i won't say them all it's it's wild how much you go through within like i think this started on issue number six you looking at auntie back
1: here yeah i'm i i was like moving to look around you as if that would (laughs) work okay that makes sense hold on i have to text my husband my baby is crying
0: it's okay Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think it starts. Auntie, oh my god! Please,
1: like scratching at the paper. <laughs> I know. I like see her doing that. That's so funny.
0: Oh my god, she's playing with it because it's like flapping up and down. Uh, I'm gonna try to work through this. We'll see what okay. happens. I'm yes. focus. Um. <laughs> anyway. And four issues, basically, it starts out with them just, like, fucking everywhere. Like, literally fucking having sex everywhere. Just, like, banging everywhere. They find this, like, little, like, I guess, mall or old, like, city situation. They build that up. They create, basically, like, a big old polygamy love space. All of that, like turn sideways after this green gas erupts from the point of like energy for this like space and everybody dies or like something bad happens to them um and in this like last couple issues um Maseo and why can't I remember her name Mezzi, um sorry (laughs) i'm just making sure i got everybody's names correctly here uh they like basically their love has like just dissolved Mm -hmm. like and in this issue they like don't really see each other like they see each other as like this monster and they both have their like their own like uh, Maceo is leaving like these trails for her, like these little like ornaments for her to find, and she is seeing like basically just like this fucked up version of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then like she'll leave notes. <laughs> she fucking ran back here. <laughs> yeah, I
1: just saw her. She did like the little hunting thing and then just darted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, wow, Heather, you're really into what I'm saying to you right now.
1: Auntie <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> is the star of the show right now.
0: <laughs> uh, but like, she leaves notes for him and he sees them as like, just like, like, basically like, kind of like, I love you. I hope you're alive sort of things. And he just sees them as like fucked up messages mm-hmm. and they just like, are just, they, they just can't connect at all. They, I don't know. It's really wild feels like Jason Aaron is was going through some shit when this was written because it's just like what the fuck man
1: like really personal
0: (laughs) yeah it's like like you you don't really like it's a love story it's like you're I think when you're reading it especially the first arc you're like oh it's just like a post-apocalyptic kind of like fun like love kid love story like kids falling Mm -hmm. in love and you get past that and you get to like where you're at now and it's just like their love is devolving and so is this place like this place in this like space that they've built mm-hmm. and then it, he's also connecting it to like how they see each other and how like they interact and how like i don't know like if you've ever gone through those sorts of emotions it's like it's it's very relatable and it's just like yeah it's like what the fuck guy i just wanted to read like a nice little story about the lips <laughs> nobody can see you but they know what's going on
1: okay <laughs> okay <laughs> are you ready i am ready okay um so we both have rare flavors this is issue number two this is Ram B and felipe andrade um this just you know continues the story of the, the the god who's making a documentary about food
0: so good it's so good like in this recipe like when he was describing it i was like oh that sounds amazing yeah, no, that's
1: exactly. That's why I texted you and was like, "Hey, we should do a series where we go <laughs> because I was like, my mouth was watering when I was reading about it. Oh,
0: well, and I was like talking to Chris about it, and I was like, it just like it looks so good. I can't remember there was a particular page where I was like, oh, just like the way it was described I was like, oh, it just like it sounds really good. And then I was like, and even it just like the last picture I was like, it looks really good. <laughs> yep. I was like, how does like how does a picture? And it's not, like, super detailed, but I think it's just the way that, like, he's described it has, like, made it, like, you, you can see it. You can, like, you know what it smells like, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: The colors oh, yeah. in this, like, when they get to the pepper field, like... Ah, oh, the reds! Yeah, it's so good. It's yeah. just It's a really, really good book.
0: It, it is so beautiful, and... I, I think one, one thing that Ram V is really good at is having like lines within his dialogue that are very much a moment where you can like sit with them and feel mm-hmm. them. And there's like a few in this particular issue where you're just like, yep, I know, I know what you're saying. I can relate this. Like it's, it's really, it's really good. Um, it was funny cause I was talking about this book with a customer earlier and I was like, you know, like you get, uh, those stupid recipes <laughs> like online where it's just like you you have a whole whole fucking story before it and you're just like I don't care mm-hmm. fuck it, I don't care about your story and it's like this is not that but it has like I, I want that story before this like recipe like I feel like Ram V could write me like write a recipe for me and do exactly what those like blogs are and I'd be like so so pleased
1: yeah I I actually care about like what he's writing (laughs) I I care about the words that he is putting out into the world like they make sense to me I don't care about (laughs) you know Gloria's divorce in 1994 like that doesn't make sense I don't I can't relate to that
0: (laughs) yeah it's like I would not hit like jump to jump to recipe here I would I would take in the story and I think that's like the like I don't know I would this man could write me a menu and I'd be like yes
1: oh, I would frame it and hang it up like, they would,
0: <laughs> like you give me you the know? menu please
1: yeah it's write just... it again <laughs> like tell me there's something just so delicious about his writing
0: it's so good uh I'm sorry I just like bombarded that conversation
1: I knew you would that's why I said what I wanted to say the <laughs> and then I let you take over
0: I just like it it does like it feels like a book that's like very much like you know i i i feel it in my bones because it is about food and it is about like a love for food which it just i love food i wish more people loved like
1: and how it just brings
0: people together yeah and like the appreciation of like where food comes from too Mm -hmm. i think that's like something i really like about this book and like You know something that definitely like like shined through in that first issue where he was talking Mm -hmm. about chai. Like, I feel the same about like this issue. I don't know. It's good. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I would definitely recommend it.
0: All right, that's it. Right, nothing else. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're done. We've talked about all of our comic books. So go to your local comic book shops and buy some comic books uh support your local libraries take care of your friends do good things heather no
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't have anything today
0: uh okay um i will say go ahead and you know support palestine oh yeah yes i mean we have talked about this before i think we've made our positions very clear on this subject Um, i don't think i have i
1: didn't text to you
0: (laughs) um you've definitely we've definitely talked about this before on the podcast have we yeah like uh i think about three or four years ago when things like had kind of inflated a little bit oh
1: well good i'm glad we already talked about this because (laughs) i didn't think my opinion had been out there at all but yeah Support
0: Palestine. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you have a problem with that, um see to my email in the trash can because I don't give a fuck. Um yes. Anyway, thank you. I love you. Again, we'll figure this out someday.
1: Hopefully one day we can live in a world <laughs> where we don't have to <laughs> constantly be telling everyone what's happening. You know?
0: The the ten people who who care uh so thank you for listening to us we appreciate it and we'll see you on the flippity flip
1: later Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gay